You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The rain delays, it's hard for him to keep that rhythm. 3-0, 3-1 is driven pretty deep to center field, sends back Fisher at the wall. He leaps, makes the catch, crashing into the wall in deep left center. Back to first base goes Encarnacion. Fisher taking away extra bases from Jason Kipnis. Well, you can't teach that speed. Fisher covering a lot of ground. And like Greg Allen for the Indians last inning, measured himself with some choppy steps right at the end before he timed that leap perfectly. This is another Astros podcast. Lindor, switch hitter, batting left. Giles comes set. Here's the 2-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on the slider. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros win their third in a row. Take game one of this series from Cleveland by a final of 4-1. to one. Right now we're joined by our player of the game. That's Tony Kemp. This Kemp had the go-ahead RBI double for the Astros in the seventh inning. And, you know, Steve and I were just talking, Tony, a tightly contested game comes down to really good pitching, good defense, timely hitting, and, and you, had the, you had the most timely hit of them all. Yeah, it, just, it felt good to get up there and just help the team any way I could. You know, Tony, you do such a good job of staying within yourself, shorten things up, uh, don't try to get too big. Where does that come from? Because I would imagine at one point in your life you, you used to swing for the fences, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, that's what my routine now. I don't even take BP on the field just because, you know, I really don't want to see where my ball goes. All my cage work gets done. Uh, you know, underneath the field. And I just feel like when sometimes when I get on the field, I get too big and my swing gets long. So uh, my routine this year just hitting the cage, and it's shown some uh, really good results. And, uh, you know, right there I was just lucky enough that the ball sat in between the lines and we were able to take the lead. You know, you were swinging the bat really well down at AAA Fresno before you came up. You had a 20-game hit streak that ended the day before. You joined the Astros on Wednesday. What was the, the real key for you? Was there anything in particular that was different for you this year as opposed to years past? Uh, you know, I think this year uh, I'm really just focused on uh, taking the balls and swinging at the strikes, and it sounds really simple, but it's complex at the same time because, uh, you know, sometimes you want to swing the bat so aggressively that you get uh, outside of yourself. And, you know, I know that I'm not going to hit, you know, 10, 15 home runs uh, a year, so my job is to try to, you know, hit singles and doubles around the park and steal bags and turn the lineup over to give it over to George Springer, Altuve, the Bregmans of the team. Tony, last thing. How much – or how hard is it not to put pressure on yourself? Because you know this drill. You belong in the major leagues, but there may not be room for you here unless you perform well every single time you come up. How hard is that uh, mentally for you? Hey, you know, pressure is what you make it. You just have to come out here, and, you know, you've been playing this game since you were four years old, and you just got to come out here and have fun and put on a smile no matter what happens and uh, just know that you're playing at, at the highest level that you can, and you just have to take advantage of it. Nice job. All right, hey, thanks for joining us, Tony. Congrats. Hey, thanks, guys. Outfielders are straight up. Clevenger fires, and that's pulled down the right field line. That's a fair ball. That'll score two as Marvin Gonzalez scores. Fisher trucks around third, and Fisher may have to go back to third base. Looks like it might be ruled a ground rule double. And... Yeah, they're telling Fisher he has to go back to third, but the Astros take the lead and still threatening. What a smash by Kemp. Inside corner turned on it, and that was vicious. A vicious line drive down the right field line. And now Terry Francona comes out. Boy, Tony Kemp comes up huge. 
for the Astros and unties it. It's two to one. Welcome back to the pregame show. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with Sandy Alomar, one of the coaches with the Cleveland Indians. And Sandy, you've been around this game a long time. These two teams in particular, the Astros and Cleveland Indians, look to be two teams that will be in the playoffs. This is great matchups every time they play. Oh, yes. Uh, it's Houston Astros, man. They, they're, they're a pretty deep team. When you talk, you're talking about pitching, bullpen, and offense, and and defense, they they have it all. Right now, we are we are a little bit lacking in our bullpen. We kind of struggle a little bit, but uh, maintain ourselves. I think our, our, our division is a little weaker, so we we have room for mistakes. But uh, we got to get it together. Sandy, I want to ask you about Jose Ramirez and Francisco Lindor. We only get a chance to watch them a little bit. You get to see them on an everyday basis. What strikes you uh, with those two players being the cornerstone for this team? I'm I'm very impressed as. Uh, how similar they are as players because they're, they hit from both sides of the play. They play defense, but they're, they're five two guys. And when you come to the ballpark to see uh, baseball, at least in the past, well, I kind of like to see players with five five tools to bring a lot of excitement to the game. And these two guys are one of those guys. So you have two of those guys in one team, and it's a pleasure to watch uh, going through a lineup. And you have to see Ramirez and Lindor. Obviously, with those two guys, it's very hard to going deep slums offensively as a team. How do you think switch hitters are able to maintain that consistency that we see some some players, you know, from one side of the plate, but for those guys in particular, they're strong on both sides. Well, the, I, I really have to tell you that since I didn't, see, I didn't switch hit, I, I kinda, it's very impressive to me because they they doing it consistently from both sides of the plate. Yeah. And I'm looking, I'm, I'm like, wow, you know what? They, they might go three or four days without hitting right in, and then they come in and they rake right in. So, like, I'm like, uh, the hard work and dedication that they have on both sides, those guys come to the ballpark early every day, and they put time on their offense and make sure that uh, each side is apart so when the game starts, they they, they, they have the, the leverage to hit either, either way. Sandy, you guys were in the World Series two years ago. What did the offense feel like the year after? Because right now the Astros' offense isn't as strong as they were last year. Do you think there was some kind of a hangover with your team too? Oh, oh yes, uh, but, but mostly in our pitching. In our pitching, uh, you try to rest guys in spring training. And the worst thing was last year because after we were in a, in a, in a World Series, they had the World Baseball Classic. That a lot of our, a lot of our players, a lot of our players were there, and that was a disaster for us <laughs> because you guys, guys, they only had two months uh, off. And then they start working out early because you're gonna play in the class and you gotta start a little earlier. So that was a little. It was hard for Andrew Miller was one of those guys and Lindor and and Ramirez. So like uh, I, I think that uh, it is tough during the during uh, world classic years. But there is when you're when you're a competing team, you're adding another month to the season every year. The Astros are like that. We are like that so far in Boston. So they're gonna be uh, same thing happening to the Dodgers. Offensively, yes, we struggled last year at the beginning, but we were able slowly to get out of it. Hey, Sandy, one of the best teams I've ever seen or played against was your teams in the mid-'90s and early 2000s with the Cleveland Indians. Where does this team stack with those teams? I, I think they're similar. Uh, this, this similar. The 97 team was more of a chemistry team. We didn't start playing good until uh, August, until Jim Tomey's birthday. I remember Jim Tomey's birthday after really? that. After his birthday, we pulled the socks off, and then we start <laughs> they call it success. Yeah. But uh, we started producing, and we started getting, uh, playing as a team and doing the things that we needed to do to win ball games. 
and we ended up being in the worst two. We we caught fire at the wrong at the right time. Ninety-five was it was a ridiculous team. I I, I don't see how any team uh, is better than that team because from the top to bottom, uh, I think everybody but one guy had three hundred, and and, uh, and they were able to play the game the right way. We moved guys, the guys hit homers, and we were able to run. We had Kenny Lawson on top of the lineup, so you have. There's many different ways to get out of the slump, and uh, the teams, the team that we have problem with, the team that attacked us. If you nibble around the plate, then you pitch count. We're gonna go high, and then we're gonna get in the bullpen right away. Yeah. I want to ask you about Corey Kluber. The Astros will see him today. One of the best pitchers in baseball, if, if not in the top three for sure. But uh, with Kluber, when you see his work behind the scenes, what's his work ethic like, and how does he take that to the mound? Kluber, when he pitches, he's so well prepared. Yeah. His conditioning is remarkable. He's uh, a guy that is very uh, into his body. So his nutrition is good. His uh, workout low is good. He listens to everything that everybody tells him in uh, in a workout room. So every time he takes the mound, he's 100% prepared to pitch uh, uh, nine innings. Uh, one thing is going out there and preparing. He, he's preparing. He's executing. So, I mean, he, here and there, you're going to have a bad day. But more than none, he's going to have a good day. All right, that's Sandy Alomar, Jr. Thanks a lot for catching up. It's always great to see you. Thank you very much. The Houston Astros Radio Network. One of the most dominating performances we've ever seen for a Houston Astro. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. Garrett Cole with a masterpiece. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.